This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition, the Sunday edition of The Bullpen with Adam the Bull. Oh, boy. Were there some great games on this Sunday? Also, there were some terrible games on this Sunday. We will look back to every game that was played this today at both 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock. On tomorrow's podcast, I'll do a deep dive into the Browns' great win over the Texans, which I'll get to in this podcast as well, over the Texans, <laughs> over the Titans, not the Texans. And also, we'll talk about the Sunday night game that is just getting underway uh, between the Steelers and the Raiders. We'll talk about that on tomorrow's podcast as well. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull, part of the Bet Rivers Network. Uh, so much to get to today. Let's start with the craziest game of the day. The Miami Dolphins scored 70. Now, if you're a football fan, you probably know this already, but maybe you were living under a rock all day and you didn't know that they scored 70 points and humiliated Sean Payton and the Broncos, who talked trash about the previous head coach of the Broncos and now is 0-3 following this humiliating loss to Miami. 70 points? That was. This is like when Ohio State plays Miami of Ohio. This is absolutely insane. Two touchdowns in the first quarter, three touchdowns in the second quarter, two touchdowns in the third quarter, and three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. That adds up to 10. 10 touchdowns on this day for the Miami Dolphins. Four thrown by Tua Tagovailoa, three run in by Raheem Mostert, two run in by Devin A. Chain, the rookie who hadn't done anything the first couple of weeks. He had 18 carries, 203 yards, and two touchdowns. And Mike White, the former New York Jet, came in off the bench and threw a touchdown himself. 157 yards in the air for Tyreek Hill. Uh, three guys on Miami had 66 or more yards rushing, including a guy I'd never heard of before named Chris Brooks. I don't think anybody besides his teammates and his parents have ever heard of him, and he had nine carries for 66 yards, which was more yards rushing as the third Miami rusher uh, than anybody on the Broncos had. Russell Wilson threw for 300 meaningless yards in an absolute lambasting. And right now, the Dolphins look like the best team in football. They are 3-0. and They've scored a million points. But remember, they got off to a great start last year, and then it all came apart when Tua had his latest concussion. If he can avoid the hits to the head, if he can stay healthy and stay on the field, it'll be interesting to see how good the Dolphins can be. By the way, they did this all without their number two receiver or their 1B receiver, Jalen Waddell. Their second leading rusher was Robbie Chosen, formerly Chosen Anderson, formerly Robbie Anderson. Uh, Raheem Mostert also had 60 yards on the, on the the in the air in addition to the 82 on the ground. Folks, if you're not wagering with Bet Rivers, I don't know what to tell you right now because you can get extra value this football season 
with BetRivers Squares. Went up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same-game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. Speaking of uh, wagering with BetRivers, four of the top five most popular plays in terms of money all hit today at BetRivers. Chiefs' money line was the most wagered-on play in terms of money. It hit. Chiefs minus 12.5 hit. Cowboys money line, loser. Lions minus 3.5. Bills minus 5.5. Both winners. So four of the top five cash in for you. So a lot of people made some money this week. Uh, speaking of the Chiefs, not much to talk about there. They throttled the Bears 41-10. to Chiefs have righted the ship last two weeks, and their offense really got cooking this week. Three touchdowns for Mahomes before he came out. Kelsey had a TD as well. So did Isaiah Pacheco, the former seventh-round pick out of Rutgers. The Bears are absolutely atrocious. Right now, they look far and away like the worst team in football. Let's get to the game that many of you are excited to hear about. The Cleveland Browns, who might very well have the best defense in all of football, dominated the Tennessee Titans by a score of 27-3. to And as much as I can talk about the defense, and I will. I'll go very much in-depth with it tomorrow. Deshaun Watson having his breakout game as a Cleveland Brown was the biggest story for me on this day. Deshaun Watson, in his first eight games as the quarterback of the Browns, he was frankly horrible. No other way to put it. He'd been one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. And we said all week on the podcast, on the TV show, what did I say time and time again? If it's not going to happen this week, I'm going to start to worry that it's not going to happen. Well, it did. Deshaun Watson, a second best, the second best completion percentage of his career, 27 of 33, 289 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Frankly, he based on my eyes, he made one mistake the whole game. He was getting sacked and tried to throw a backwards pass to Elijah Moore that could have easily been returned for a fumble and a touchdown. He got lucky on that one. Terrible play. Everything else he did on this Sunday was fantastic. He was magnificent, made big plays on the ground as well, getting 16 yards on four touches. The Browns didn't really do much on the ground. They totaled 31 carries for 78 yards with seven different guys getting at least one carry. Uh, Jerome Ford, 10 carries, 18 yards, although he did get a touchdown. It was in the air with Amari Cooper, seven catches on eight targets for 116 yards and a touchdown. He had a big day. And Jerome Ford, who, as I said, didn't do much on the ground, but did have two touchdowns, including one via the air, 19-yard touchdown reception. Kareem Hunt returns to the Browns. He contributed seven touches, five runs for 13 yards, and two catches for 22 yards. The defense obviously played great. And Miles Garrett, think about this. Listen to this stat. So Miles Garrett had three and a half sacks in this game, which is remarkable. Tack on three quarter uh, tackles for a loss and four quarterback hits. He had five total tackles. He was magnificent. Magnificent. Miles Garrett had more sacks in this one game against the Titans than any Browns player, except for himself, had total for the entire 2022 season. Let me repeat that statistic. Miles Garrett had more sacks in 60 minutes against the Titans on Sunday than every single player on the Browns besides him had for the entire 2022 season. 
That is not a typo. I'm not typing. It was domination by the Browns. I got a lot more to say about this game, and I will do it on tomorrow's podcast in addition to talking about the Steelers and the Raiders. Final in Seattle, the Seahawks get to 2-1. and one. They beat the Panthers, who are 0-3. Uh, Andy Dalton threw over 350 yards in that one, but not enough. The Seahawks backfield, Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet, great combo. They did a great job. Geno Smith played well, and the Seahawks win it 37-27. By the way, the loss in addition to Dalton throwing for a ton of yards. Adam Thielen, 11 catches, 145 yards and a touchdown. Big game as the veteran receiver uh, with uh, Carolina. Earlier today, Lions uh, handled the Falcons 20-6, a surprisingly Maybe not a surprisingly low-scoring game, but a surprisingly somewhat conservative offense from the Lions in this one because their defense played great. They improved to 2-1. and one. Falcons dropped to 2-1. and one. Jared Goff, 243 yards and a touchdown. Over 100 yards for Amon Ross St. Brown in this game. And Jameer Gibbs uh, had, nine, had 17 carries for 80 yards in this one. Uh, for Atlanta, who tries to win by running, they couldn't because they were behind. Desmond Ritter had to throw 38 passes, and it was ugly. 21 of 38, 201. He was sacked seven times by the Lions D. They couldn't do anything on the ground. Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier, who have been great the first two weeks, combined 17 carries for 45 yards in the loss. The Packers, with a remarkable come-from-behind victory against the Saints in a game that looked like they were going to get blown out. It was 17-0 New Orleans at the half. It remains 17-0 going to the fourth quarter, but the Packers and Jared Love rallied back. Uh, Jared, Jordan Love rallied back. He he played great in the second half as he did last week. He was also the leading rusher on the Packers. They um, they were without uh, – I'm drawing a blank on his name now. They had A.J. Dillon. Who, who's their other back? I can't think of his name. It's, I've lost, lost my mind right now. A.J. Dillon – uh, I'm gonna have to, now. I'm gonna have to look at it because I'm losing my mind, and I should know it. And I'm at, I'm crazy right now. Uh, let's go to the Green Bay Packers. Let's go to the Green Bay Packers, and we go to their running game. Aaron Jones, of course. What the heck is wrong with me? Aaron Jones not there again, and AJ Dillon didn't do much. But Jordan Love, 39 yards rushing and a touchdown. And a touchdown pass to Romeo Dobbs with 73 yards. Chris Olave over 100 yards in the loss for New Orleans. Derek Carr got hurt in this one, although he's expected to be okay. They were winning 17-0 when he left that game. Jameis actually didn't turn it over, but uh, he couldn't get anything going. And the Packers have a nice victory to improve to 2-1. and one. The Vikings, despite being fairly prolific offensively, lose again. They failed to score in the red zone as time expires, and the Chargers, who made one of the dumbest decisions I've ever seen on a football field, and listen, if you know me, you know that I am almost always a go-for-it-on-fourth-down guy, especially on fourth and one. It's, it takes a very unique situation and a very unusual situation for me to say I want to punt on fourth and one. But the Chargers had a four-point lead, and a fourth and a long one at their own, uh, I can't remember the exact line of scrimmage, but in, around their own 30, 28-yard line. And they went for it, and they didn't get it. Now, they got lucky because the Vikings didn't score. The ball gets tipped up at the goal line and, and intercepted. But that was a dumb decision. In that case, when they need a touchdown, back them up. There wasn't a ton of time left 
That was a stupid decision. But Brandon Staley gets lucky. Justin Herbert throws for over 400 yards and three touchdowns in this game. Kirk Cousins, for the most part, has played great this season. But he and the Vikings, who had a great season last year, at least in the regular season, are 0-3. They've not been as dynamic in the rushing game. Alexander Madison had another fumble today. I think the Vikings have fumbled the ball like seven times already this year. Madison, 20-93. Cousins on 50 passes at 367 yards. Justin Jefferson, 149 and a touchdown. He got hurt. He came back. But for the Chargers, I mentioned Justin Herbert, 40 of 47, 405, three touchdowns. Incredible. How about Keenan Allen? He threw a 49-yard touchdown pass to uh, Mike Williams. Then he caught 18 balls on 20 targets for 215 yards. Ridiculous. The Chargers scored 28 on a day where they rushed 15 times for 30 yards. Again, they were without Austin Eckler and had no running game. Mike Williams, 7 for 121 on a touchdown. He got the touchdown pass from Keenan Allen, but then he got hurt. We missed the rest of the game. And Joshua Palmer, 4 of 66. He had one touchdown as well. So that, that was just a, an absolutely wild game. It was going back and forth to the end. Uh, quickly through some others. Patriots beat the Jets 15-10. Uh, Zach Wilson is useless. Whoever, I can't remember, the who was the GM that, that drafted Zach Wilson? Was it Joe Douglas? I can't remember. Whoever it is, it doesn't matter. He's not. He should never get a job in football again. Zach Wilson's one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. He can't play. Jets fans were convinced the team would keep winning because their defense was good. It is good, but they stink. They're 1-2. and two. They should be 0-3. They're going to be 1-3 and three when they play the Chiefs next week. They can't run the ball. Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, 20 carries for 36 yards. Wow. Zach Wilson, 18-36 to 36 for 157. He's awful, and they lost to an awful Patriots team. The Patriots stink. They're no good on offense either. Mac Jones can't play, uh, They, but unlike the Jets, they ran the ball effectively. Uh, Zeke Elliott and Ramondre Stevenson, 35 carries for 139 yards between them. That was impressive. Neither team did much through the air, obviously. Uh, but uh, Patriots pull one out 15-10. Jets miss a, a Hail Mary at the end to lose the game. Bills bounce back. For the, well, for the, they went big for the second week in a row after bouncing back last week from their brutal loss to the Jets after Josh Allen and four turnovers. Uh, the defense for the Bills was tremendous in this game. They uh, allowed the commanders, who have been really good offensively, only three points. Sam Howell picked four times by the Bills. Brian Robinson Jr. had a good game on the ground, but 10 for 70, but it wasn't enough. Washington barely touched the ball. James Cook, 15 carries, 98 yards. Josh Allen, another 46 on the ground, 218 through the air. He did throw another pick, but uh, the defense made it happen for Buffalo in this one for them to win big. Surprise game here. The Texans get their first win of the year, demolishing Jacksonville 37-17. C.J. Stroud, I got to give him credit. He's played great so far. He's, you know, rookie team, rookie on a bad team, but uh, he's thrown a ton of yardage, 20 of 30, 280, and two touchdowns in this one. Didn't have much of a running game. Damian Pierce, Devin Singletary, 23 for 72 in this one. But Tank Dell, the rookie, five catches, 145 yards, including a 68-yard touchdown. Trevor Lawrence has really struggled the last two weeks. The numbers don't look terrible, 27 of 40, 279, a touchdown and a pick. But he struggled, and he left the game early uh, because the game was over. Travis Etienne on the ground, 19 for 88 in the loss. 20-point uh, loss for Jacksonville. That that was a stunner to me. At home, I know they played great second half of last year, but they've looked awful the last two weeks. Absolutely atrocious. Uh, the Cardinals, that's the, the last two games to get to. Cardinals, another stunner. 
the biggest stunner of the day. Well, maybe. The last two games are both stunners. Bigger than Texans over Jacksonville. The other Houston, the other uh, Texas team, the Cowboys, they get boat raced by the Cardinals, 28-16. to 16. The Cardinals really in control of this game. The, the Cowboys got away from the ground game too much. Tony Pollard was playing a great game. I thought they threw the ball too much in this one. It wasn't. They were struggling with their offensive line and pass pro. Uh, Prescott only got sacked two times, but he's pressured a lot. And he was out of sorts, throws a pick in the end zone with them trying to make a comeback late, but it, it was too late. Uh, Dak, 25 of 40, 249, a touchdown and a pick. Joshua Dobbs, he didn't do that much, but it was just enough. The Cardinals defense played great, and they ran the ball 30 times for 222 yards. Uh, James Conner, 14 for 98. Joshua Dobbs, 6 for 55. Rondale Moore, 3 for 54, including a 45-yard touchdown run. Dobbs, just enough in the passing game. He was accurate, 17 to 21, 189, and a touchdown Cowboys lose their defense did not play well uh talk about uh, them playing for their injured defensive back uh that didn't happen and finally another big shocker the Ravens had a seven nothing lead early they took the lead late went back and forth late the Ravens the greatest kicker Justin Tucker misses a 60 yarder I believe it was as time expired or with one second left it goes to overtime and the Colts win it in overtime, 22-19. The star of this game, two guys. Zach Moss, the Colts running back, had 30 carries for 122 yards and another 23 yards in the air, including a touchdown. So 32 touches, 145 yards, and a touchdown. And the kicker for the Colts, Matt Gay, four field goals. He was 5-for-5 five five total, but four of the – Four of the five field goals were 50 or more yards. First time that's ever happened in the history of the NFL. Four 50-plus yard field goals in a game, and the Colts stunned the Ravens in overtime, uh, 22-19, and are shockingly 2-1. and one. By the way, one thing I forgot in that uh, Arizona-Dallas game, right before the end of the first half, veteran kicker Matt Prater hit a 62-yard field goal uh, that's got to be one of the longest field goals ever, especially not in Denver. He hit one in Denver even longer than that, but a 62-yarder in Arizona is pretty impressive. Barely made it. I mean, it just crossed the crossbar, but, uh, you know, the 62 yards, I don't care if you barely made it. That's pretty amazing. All right, uh, coming up tomorrow, again, more details. We get deep, deep, deep dive into the Browns. Amazing victory to get to 2-1 and one by beating the Titans, and we'll look ahead to their matchup with the 2-1 and one Ravens for who will be in first place to start October in the AFC North. Uh, because the Bengals had be- – well, I shouldn't say that. The Steelers beat the Raiders tonight. They'll be 2-1 and one also. So that's that's not fair. We'll see. But hopefully they'll lose. We'll talk about Steelers and Ravens as well on the Monday podcast. Thanks to, thanks to Monzo. Thanks to Max. Thanks to everybody for listening and watching. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Where else but right here in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. See ya. Brought to you by Bet Rivers. Thanks for listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.